all of frictionless. That's a <coughs> very profound statement in this new millennium. We have the Holy Spirit. We cannot move forward. We need a church to be filled with the Holy Spirit. <coughs> we need a spirit-led church. A spirit-influenced Without the guidance and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, we cannot move forward. So the Holy Spirit. I walk out, I walk in this morning and through the door. I like the attitude. <clears throat> People you know, chatting, all smiling, sharing the stories. It's wonderful. Why not? This is the house of our daddy, mm. the house of our Lord, of our mighty God. Amen. We're supposed to be joyful, we're supposed to be happy to be here. Because we come here to come and worship our loving God, who loves us so much. Amen. You are precious. You are unique. Wow, that's a, that's a wonderful word to be said to a, a believer, you are unique, you are special. Yeah. So this morning, we are all special. <laughs> because the God that we serve, He is a loving God. Yes. He is our creator. He is our sustainer. Amen. And He is our provider. Yes. Whatever is lacking, God will provide. Let us bow down in prayer. Father, we are at the highest point of our service this morning. We thank you for your presence here with your Holy Spirit. Please, Lord, lead us, guide us, speak to us. Your servant is here. I'm just an instrument of your grace. Speak through my mind. Speak through my lips, speak through my heart. I need your Holy Spirit to empower me. I'm just here to deliver your word. You have the authority, you have the power. You are the life. Thank you for your presence here. Your precious sheep are here before you. Open their hearts, open their minds, open their ears, physical and natural and spiritual. Let me hear the word and hear, not only hear to believe, and also to be a doer of the word. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I always um, excited when I'm coming up here to share the word of God. And uh, this is our this is kind of my, my introduction this morning. I've chosen a theme of my sermon. The theme is Jesus healed the Gentile 
servant. Jesus healed the Gentile servant. Many consider the Roman Empire in those ancient times one of the greatest civilizations in history. And there's a reason why I'm doing this in my introduction, because we'll, I'll talk about it when I go through it myself. The Roman Empire dominated most of the Mediterranean world, even beyond. The emperor was Caesar Augustus, and the myth within the empire, the Roman Empire, Caesar was the divine proclaimer of peace and salvation of that world, of that ancient world. He was emperor during the time of Jesus Christ. We can read that in Luke chapter 2. He came to power of the political unrest following the murder of Julius Caesar, and Caesar Augustus replaces his surrogated father, who is Julius Caesar. So celebrated as a hero, Augustus Caesar was considered to be the great source of peace for Rome. He was celebrated a great savior. Remember the word, great savior. To the people of Rome, to the people who are under the Roman Empire, he led Rome to great victories against the enemies. People regarded him as their savior, and he, he who led them to victories brought freedom, peace, justice. They think also they brought salvation to his people and his reign. So whenever the great gifts of Augustus were proclaimed, they were presented with a Greek term, evangelion, means translated in English, good news, the gospel. Sometimes they even call him Lord. We'll get into it once we go into the session. During the Roman Empire, people worshipped multiple gods and goddesses. The main god or goddesses of the Roman culture were Jupiter, the protector of the state, Juno, who is the protector of women, and Minerva, goddess, goddess of witchcraft and wisdom. The Roman honored multiple deities. They believed that these deities served a role in founding the Roman civilization. And they shaped the people's life within the empire. Culture also shaped their religions. So the Romans worshipped gods, goddesses at home and also in public areas. Other Roman gods and goddesses who were adapted from the Greek uh, culture include Venus, Aphrodite, goddess of love, Neptune, a sea god, Pluto, Diana, Artemis, god of victory and god of war. The question is why this centurion did he take his sick servant to these goddesses of God and took him to Jesus? He was under authority. He's the one under command. He did this because something happened to him. 
we're going through it in the sermon, in my note, or in my sermon this, night, uh, this morning. I've chosen the, the, the first point. The first point I want to raise uh, for us this morning is, without faith, we cannot please God. Amen. I say it again. Without faith, we cannot please God. What is faith? That's a question. Faith is a relationship. Faith is our complete trust, confidence in God. Faith is our absolute trust in God. God's love for us, regardless of our circumstances that we are going through in life right now. So the centurion recognized Jesus as a source of authority and power. Centurion is an officer in the army in, the, in, in ancient Rome who is responsible for 100 shoulders. So that's why they're called centurion. Centurion were feared and hated by the Jews because of their violent and aggressive attitude towards the Jewish people. So most of the centurion are Gentiles. We all know what Gentiles. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, some of the half some are half Jews, which are Samaritans. So the centurion, this centurion was a Gentile. He's not a Christian. Even he wasn't, he didn't believe in Yahweh. He was not. He was a Gentile. He worshipped different deities, the Roman gods and goddesses. He was a worshipper of them. So the centurion has a slave servant and was so dear to him and held him high in honor and value. So the servant became sick and got worse and nearly died. So the centurion heard Jesus was in town and sent people to ask Jesus to heal his servant. When they begged him earnestly for Jesus to heal the servant, the centurion sent friends to him to say, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy. Remember, he's a centurion. He's a top-ranked army commander within the uh, Roman uh, Empire. Please, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I am not worthy. It shows his humility. A high rank, he lower his attitude, he lower himself down to respect, to acknowledge Jesus is more higher than me. His authority is more powerful than the authority I have. Remember, he heard. He heard Jesus was preaching and was healing the sick, the people who need to be healed in those days. He heard once or maybe twice, not many times. He heard once and he believed. So church, we are here today. How many times have you been hearing the gospel? Many times, countless a thousand times, many years, he had once, maybe twice, and he totally put his total trust in Jesus. 
that he will heal his sick servant. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing, and hearing the word of God. So by hearing, what the church has been doing with the word of God by hearing. We've been hearing the word of God so long. He heard, he obeyed. Obedience, total trust in God brings miracles. When the servant went back to his house, he was restored back into his good health. That's the faith of the centurion who wasn't a Christian. So in God, there's no barrier. There's no barrier in God. All barriers are broken down. Ethnicity, different people, we are all equal in the eyes of God. If we come in faith and in total trust in Jesus, He will respond. He will surely respond. Dear friends, the centurion reveals great faith. Jesus said, I haven't seen this faith, great faith in the whole of Israel. Why Jesus was saying that? Because he wasn't a Jew. He wasn't believing in Yahweh. He wasn't believing in Jesus. But by hearing the word of God, he responded. He heard it. He totally put his trust in God. He believed in God. Faith moves God. Our trust in God, it, it depends on our faith and our total trust in God. His total uh, dependence in God, he said, Lord, just speak the word. There is power in the word of God. In the book of Romans, chapter 1, uh, uh, St. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God into salvation to the Jews first and to the Gentiles. That power translates uh, from the uh, Greek word dunamis, and we translate into the English dynamite power. The uh, mine engineers, they know better. They know about the, the, the dynamite. And who work in the mine, they know. Whatever rocks or stone that is hard to break, dynamite can break it. That's how powerful the word of God. So whatever problem you're going through this morning, the power of God, it can deliver you. It can break you. Whatever sins that you have been enslaved too long, the power of God has the power, has the power to deliver you and also to restore you and also to heal you. So this centurion's slave was restored, was healed by the word of God. In Psalm 720, he said his word. He healed them. Wow. He said, he spoke, and the word went and healed his servant. 
Jesus heard this word, he marveled at it and said, I have not found such a great faith in Israel, a Gentile, a pagan, an idol worshiper, to have such confidence and great faith in Jesus to heal his sick servant. How about the church today, who we call ourselves, we are Christian. Are we truly have faith, believe in God? This God is the miracle walking God. He's our Savior. He's not only came to restore us, He came to deliver us from our problems that we're going through. Whatever challenges in life we are going through, He's there to deliver us. He is there to heal us. He is there to save our life, to restore us. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith is a substance of things, hopeful and evidence of things unseen. You know, you haven't seen your healing yet. But through faith and total trust in God, it's coming. Amen. So this morning, some of you are sitting here. You may be troubled by sickness or, or disease or whatever. This is your day. Because the word of God doesn't return void to Jesus. Mm. This is your day to come. You'll be healed this morning. But it'll be according to your faith. Faith moves God. God doesn't, say, doesn't do anything without faith. It's all about faith. Faith is as I explained before, it's our trust in God. Faith is confidence and persuasion in something that God has said. We have to trust in what God said. Great faith has nothing to do with the size of our faith. It's about how true and genuine and firm and confidently place our faith in Christ. So who is the author and rewarder of our faith? It's about time the church. We have to start truly believing. Yes. We have to totally trust in God. Mm -hmm. let, all, let God be true. Let all people be liars. So God, whatever He says, He will fulfill it. He'll fulfill it. God, whatever He says, He will make sure that it will come to pass in your life. God sent His word through the Bible. The scripture is here today. It's a challenge for the church today to read our Bible. It's not about only reading, studying the Word. It's about learning the Word, internalize the Word, praying about the Word of God. The Word has the power to come and deliver us and heal us. Faith must be based on the promises of God. You must have regular feeding of the Word. Not only a Sunday coming to hear the preacher, that's all we need. It's about day-to-day -day nourishment of your spirit. You have to read the Word every day. Some Christians today, they went home on Sunday, put the Bible away, pick up another Sunday. A true believer, read the Bible, open the Bible every day, read the Bible every day, pray every day, we will grow. We will surely grow. 
we will surely be strong in our faith. A strong Christian. Faith must be based on the promises of God. In Matthew chapter 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Dear friends, it's about time now we have to take serious of the word of God. We must believe. We must believe. It's about our believing. It's about our hearing. It's about our studying the word. It's about our trusting God that brings changes and redemption in our life. The second point. The gospel, the good news is the power of God. The gospel, the good news is the power of God. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, the story of the beginning of creation, how God created the world. The world was null and void. There was, there was only God. And the Spirit of God was hovered, hovering over the, the waters. And there was total darkness and chaos. So God spoke. God spoke. Let there be light. Light be. Where was the light came from? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. The lights came from in him. He is the light. Yes. The light comes from him. The light, it was talking about the light. He was he's the light of the world. So he spoke, let there be light. The light is very important in our chain. Light is about holiness. Jesus is the light. Jesus is holy. God is light. God is holy. There was total darkness and chaos. God spoke the word rhema. In, 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 the, in the Greek, the spoken word is rhema. He spoke the word and things come into being. And there was light. The light was in the midst of darkness. God spoke the word and there was light and order. If your life is out of order, if your life is, is, is in chaos, if your life is not according to what you expect, God is the solution. The word of God is the solution, dear friends. The word of God, speak the word, the confession. God is my redeemer. God is my Lord. God is my Savior. Speak it. Confess it. It's about our confession. In faith, God moves for your behalf. So, dear friends, there is a, there is a story also in Mark chapter 11. Jesus said to the disciples on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was hungry and he went to the a fig tree on the side of the road and there was no fruit. And Jesus found nothing. Christ cursed the tree. Let no eat, let no one eat fruit from your from you evermore. The, the, the disciples were on their way to Jerusalem and they were on the way back. And the, the disciples saw the tree. On the morning when they returned, they saw the fig tree was withered from the roots 
And, and, and Peter remembered, Rabbi, look, the king you cursed has withered away. Remember, Jesus was human, like you and me, but he was anointed. The Holy Spirit is in him. What if it wasn't his power? The power of God was in him, and he used the power of the word by speaking. Jesus is God, the second person of the Trinity. He came down and incarnated as a man. We are human, but don't trust in your humanity. Don't trust what we can do as human. Trust in the Holy Spirit. Who is in you? Who is greater than the one who is in the world? Amen. So Jesus spoke with the authority of the Holy Spirit. And Peter said, Lord, the tree that you curse has withered down. <laughs> Jesus' response was, have faith in God. What he was saying? He was saying that you can do it too. You can do it too. But it's according to your faith. It's according to your faith. Your, if your world is in chaos, if your world is in disarray, if your word is out of order, the word of God is the solution. Speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. By his stripes, I am healed. God will supply all my needs. If God is for me, who can be against me? I can do all things through Christ who all things supernatural based on the Holy Spirit who's residing in you through the process of our born again. Repentance, turn away from your sin, receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior and God will heal you and God will restore you as his child. Dear friends, what I'm saying, God said, Jesus said, have faith in God. And he continued on 23 to 24. For I say to you, whoever say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, does not doubt, 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 doubt. There's so many doubters in the church today. I'm sorry. And I know there's no doubters in Pimpama. <laughs> we are all believers. <laughs> You know, doubt, doubt is a spiritual cancer of the spirit. It'll harm you. It'll weaken your faith. If you're a doubter now, this day, you're no longer doubt. Yes. This word will restore you. This door, this day, the word of God will empower you. Amen. Will renew your, your faith and your trust in Jesus. Not doubt. He said, no, not his doubt. In his heart. Remember, doubt, doubt is in our heart. In our heart. So doubt is the it's a spiritual disease. The church has to deal with it. And Jesus is the solution. The Holy Spirit is in you to help you cast out, cast out doubt in your life. And he said, Jesus continued to say, cast it. If you to speak to your mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, does not have doubt. Believe what he says, he will have. 
people, dear friends, this is the word of God. If you speak the word of God, whatever you need, supernaturally, physically, mentally, it's all there for you, dear friends. We cannot separate God from the word. We cannot separate God from his word. In John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, the word was with God, and the word was God. So the word of God, Logos, the written word, Rhema, the spoken word, you cannot separate. When you hear the word of God, his word is his bond. He'll make sure it's coming to pass in your life, but it's according to our faith in God. So hopefully this morning, Pimpama will be known for our great faith. Amen. We'll be known for our believing and trust in God. We can move mountains. Amen. Jesus said, you speak to the mountain. Christians today, some are, some are mountain climbers. We're not supposed to be mountain climbers. We're supposed to be the mountain dissolver. Yes. Yes. Whoa. You speak to your mountain. What is your mountain right now? What's bothering you now? That's your mountain. Disease, sickness, relationship problem, education, your study, your work, has some problem at work. The word of God is designed. The word of God is designed for you. To deliver you, to restore you, to heal you, and to bring you to pass. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. He was the second Adam. The first Adam, he sinned and we separated from God. I'm concluding my um, uh, sermon now. The first Adam, he commits sin and we separated from God. God is holy. And we fell from the glory of God. But the second Adam, who is called the last Adam, he came back to reconnect us. To the power to reconnect us back to Jesus, to God. So Jesus came to restore the power of God. So the power of God is available to you today, this morning. We're not supposed to fear for anything. We're not, we're not supposed to be scared of anything. We're going to walk boldly. I am the child of the Most High God. I am healed. I am strong. Let the weak say, I am Strong. Hallelujah. Pimpama. It's about time to listen to God, be obedient to God, and trust in God for what He says to come into pass. I'll be concluding this morning, my dear friends, with a scripture reading from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 to 16. I think everyone knows it. So, this is what we, uh, I want to read it now. The scriptures which can make you wise and receive your salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scriptures, the word of God, is inspired by God, remember nothing to do with men. The prophets, the word of God was given to them. Nothing come out from the natural man. The word of God, the scripture is inspired by God and is useful for our teaching. 
useful for our teaching, for reproof, for correction. There's so many weaknesses in our life. There's so many things that we've done incorrectly in our life. The scripture is to correct you. For training in righteousness, so for that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient. Proficient means skilled, equipped for every good work. So, Pimpama, we are here to be nourished, to be equipped. It's not only for our sake, the world is suffering. The world is crying. The world is in pain. For us to go into the world and share the gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ that has the power and has the solution for the world that is in pain, for the world that is in chaos, for the world that is in suffering today. Jesus Christ is the solution. Jesus Christ is the answer of our problems. May God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless His word and bless us also. Let us pray. Father, I thank you. Your word has been delivered by your servant. And prophet Isaiah said, the word that I speak forth shall not return void. Yes, Lord, the word that you speak forth shall work wonders, shall redeem them shall heal shall restore shall save the souls that are desperate who are here this morning, O God. Amen. Thank you for your servant. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your spirit who are here with us right now. Amen. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.